one thing that I could have done better, I wish I did better in my 20s, it was being more financially literate so that I could take advantage of certain things. You Dude, know? if I was a dancer and I asked you for like, like advice and you hit me with that, I'd be so fucking bummed out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
For sure. So how's the water though? Is it <laughs> like you can only drink like one cup a day? They got they have the and Smart Water and Crystal Geyser. They got all the same brands over there. But it's only one pack a month. How about you? How about you, Nick? How much have you saved tax wise? Now that you have now that you have two kids. Fucking nothing, dude. I'm getting destroyed on Texas. Yeah, you haven't used your pugs as deductions. No, I, I tried to, and they looked. They laughed in my face. They looked at me like I was. A but you, you can do it until you get audited. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> oh my, my biggest fear, my biggest fear is getting audited. It sucks. You seem like a guy that's scared of I being audited. Really? Yeah. Uh, you've been what audited. <laughs> what? Hey. What flagged the audit? Is it an IRS it's, audit? Yeah, IRS oh, audit. It's uh. What flagged them? There's. I don't even know that they tell you what exactly the flags, but um, some of the thing. I some of the things I learned recently is is um. Don't round up or round down your your numbers. So let's just say, for example, it's your the number is like one thousand two hundred thirty and sixty seven cents. Oh. Like, don't put one thousand two hundred thirty. Oh, so totally. it flags just by yeah. being totally, a. Yeah. You got to put the cents, put everything in because it alert it flags things. Um, obviously, if you you know your accountant doesn't want you to make money on paper for a year or two, so if you do it like I think three plus years, that flags them. Oh, uh, that's what your accountant did. Well. Walter made zero dollars. <laughs> you know, but with, with deductions and stuff, you know, it, it's actually it is it is it's it's accurate. It's accurate, but it flags it flags them. So it's one of those things they flag. It got flagged. They audited and they're like, okay, there was no wrongdoing here. But no, they. Oh, there was wrong. Well, no, there wasn't any wrongdoing. It's what. She wouldn't um, classify certain things as what we classify them as. Uh, so so like, your sex dolls are not a business expense, yeah. Walter. I tried. Yeah. I for research, I really tried, but she yeah. was like, "No, it's not research. Um, you're just trying to have fun." Aww. Like, you don't know that. No, those are emotional opinion. support dolls. That's yeah. yeah. And that's that's the tough part. So and then when there's and the, I had a stickler auditor, and then so she actually increased the amount of years I was audited. So rather than one year, she increased it to like I think three. Years. No. Wow. Man. You must have really talked back. It's it sucked. It sucked. Dude, um, yeah. So getting audited. So like you know, there's no rhyme or reason other than you know just bad luck, bad timing. Because when I got audited, it was less than one percent were getting audited. Now it's a little. Now it's a little oh, over one percent. Yeah. To I, I totally did. The audit. Yeah. I was there. I was there. there. There is some though, like if like you're the IRS, so you're also not trying to audit people that like uh, make a lot of money. No, don't make a lot of money, right? <laughs> would be like they, a they, waste they of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. that's what it they do get audited because they can't fight it. Yeah, they don't have the funds yeah. to. Fight. But you get exactly. hit. You got to hit like a sweet spot in between. Right? It's it's like more yeah. the middle class than anything. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So like when they audit like a, a multimillionaire, they can afford. Tax attorneys, like twenty tax attorneys, to fight against one. Yeah, they're trying to go. They want. They want yeah. like small businesses so that like have money to pay, but don't have enough to like change yeah. the yeah. scope of their. The situation. auditor that you had, uh -huh. would you say like outside of that situation, you would hang out with that person? I never met the auditor. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't. I didn't. That was a good question. You wouldn't get them some with them, right? Yeah, you she was a woman, and she was a potential Jerry, because she's Southeast Asian. Yeah. Um, Real I won't say she's Vietnamese, but um, the way was she still? Yeah, very. very she was a fam. Yeah. Actually, I think she was a fam. How yeah. stressed were you Nancy were fam. you during Nancy those conversations? <laughs> those email exchanges. Um, it wasn't more stress. I was more like upset. Yeah. Because I because I was getting accused of things that I wasn't doing. Mm. 
and then it wasn't actually not, it was not even accused. It's like basically you did this. This is what you did. And it's like it. no, yeah. It's like no, I didn't. And they would disprove that you didn't do it. Yeah. So basically, you're. I, I felt like I was guilty before. Yeah. You know, rather than being innocent. You know, to proven guilty. What kind of things are those? Are those very basic? Like you said, you spent this so and you like, don't have a receipt. For example, Asian, a Asian, uh, my Asian tour. Okay. Uh, she's like, you don't have any uh, uh, receipts that you got paid. I go, well, that's not how they pay. It's all cash. Oh. And then she goes, no, no, I think you're lying. And then, um, and there was a time when the Laugh Factory, the owner of Laugh Factory, goes, he told me, uh, hey, if you find a, a venue out there, I'll let you use Laugh Factory name and open a club. So I was like, cool. So I told you it's a research, but you don't have anything written. Who writes that? Like who, what business is gonna be like, oh yeah, hey, I'm gonna write you a letter that says, hey, go ahead and open a, a club. Uh, yeah. No one's gonna do that. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're lying. Like you just went for vacation. So, so I couldn't write like, any of that off. If she was like, I think you're just lying about being a comedian. Yeah. Unless you can make me laugh right now. <laughs> What joke would you tell her? What joke? Um, I would tell her, like, you know, I, I would say, let's see, uh, oh, say knock knock. Knock knock. Who's there? <laughs> gotcha, huh? No, that's not it. <laughs> it's like, we're gonna increase that to six years yeah. of audio. <laughs> You're looking at molestation charges. <laughs> I'm not Nick, though. I'm not Nick. <laughs> I'm not Nick. <laughs> She's like, who's Nick? <laughs> She's like, yeah, you're right. She, she right. writes a name down, Nick. I'm gonna look up this guy. He's next. Yeah. She shows a picture of me. I'm, I'm like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Walter. You're not. <laughs> you're not. <laughs> I feel like audits for like small businesses though, um, is like is like getting a speeding ticket on the freeway. Yeah. Like everybody's speeding. Yeah. You just got caught that day. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like even the things that you're like getting in trouble for or whatever, yeah. it's not like you are fucking tax fraud, like money laundering, like mafia. Blah. It's like you're just doing certain business practices that aren't like to the T or like, you know what I mean? Like beneficial because everyone in the ecosystem. Technically, does. every small business starts off illegal. Yeah. Because like if you're supposed to do it the right way. Today's video is brought to you by Lumi. All right, me. Tell you the truth, I am not a deodorant guy. I used to wear deodorant all the freaking time in high school until one day someone told me, you know that stuff is harmful to you? And I was like, for real? So I did my research and I was like, yeah, I couldn't believe it. There's metals in there, it's disgusting. And on top of that, I don't even smell. So I just use cologne once in a while if I stink. But now that I'm religiously always working out and I don't have time to take a shower immediately after the gym, I just like, wished I had something to clear and freshen up just a little bit. But thank goodness we got Lumi here, which is a whole body of deodorant. <laughs> it's a whole body deodorant, meaning I could just rub it on my forehead, on my armpit, on my butt crack, everywhere. Yeah, because originally it was invented by OBGYN. Mm -hmm. It was supposed to be for the hoo-ha. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's a very sensitive place. And because it has to be perfectly pH balanced for the yep. hoo-ha, it actually works everywhere else. So if you got smelly parts anywhere, inner thigh, under boob, armpit, whatever, it'll take care of it at the source. It doesn't cover up the smell, it prevents the smell from even happening. And yep. like Joe said, a lot of other deodorants got some harmful metals, but this one's aluminum free, paraben free, baking soda free, yep. and it is perfectly pH balanced to use all over your body. My favorite smell is a clean tangerine. Mm. But they also have fresh alpine, they have 
very nice smells like lavender and stuff like that. You definitely gotta check it out. So if you're looking for somewhere to start, the Lumi Starter Pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick of deodorant, the cream tube deodorant, and two free products of your choice like the deodorant body wash and the deodorant wipes. And on top of that, you get free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get $5 off the starter pack with code OTR at lumedeodorant.com. That equates to over 40% of your starter pack when you visit lumedeodorant.com and use the code OTR. You're technically supposed to pay yourself as an employee right from the start. But that's your first way to save money is I'm not paying not pay myself. Yeah. So I can get this thing fucking up and running. Right. So you're technically already an unpaid worker, and you're supposed to like fucking sue yourself or some shit, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. Yeah, sue your own LLC. It's, yeah, it's fucking impossible. You know the TikTok thing that's been going around about like oh buy a G wagon. <laughs> yeah, and then you get to tax yeah, yeah, right yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I asked my accountant about Good it, luck. right? And she goes, "Okay, what they're neglecting to tell you is, is that when you go to, because they they say to buy a G wagon because it retains its value, and then so when you go to sell it, you can you you're only it only drops in a little bit um, for what you pay for. But what my accountant said is, what they're neglecting to tell you is when you sell it, you have to report that. Yeah. So then all the tax deductions you got from it, you have to pay back once you get the that money back. Yeah. And then, but people are like, no, no, you don't gotta do that. Yeah, like I said, you could you could write your pugs off yeah. until you get audited. Until you get got. And then when you get audited, and then they, they find out that, oh, you, you spent $150,000 on a car and you didn't you didn't pay taxes on it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, you have to pay the back taxes on it, plus penalty, plus interest. interest right. Mm. So, like, and then if they audit you, because like, they have, I think, what, five, six years, seven years, they can, you know, they can, like, go back and be like, oh, okay, hey. Then that's, you're paying interest on, like, let's say five years. And then penalty, because the assumption is that you were supposed to have paid. So since you're guilty, you got you we could charge you interest and, and penalty. And that's what that's what all that just kills you. But depending on who you're selling a car to, nobody ever really writes the true value they got. Yeah, but then when, but if you get audited, they're like, oh, what happened to this vehicle? You can't Where just tell them vehicle? that you sold it for five hundred bucks. No, no one's gonna, no one's gonna believe that. Like they'll, they'll write the receipt for a dollar. A lot, lot of used cars people will do yeah. that. Like, hey, I paid a dollar. But then how, how could they, if they're like, I don't believe you, but it's on the paper on both sides. They'll, they'll look at your bank records, and oh. they'll look at your bank records. They go, where, where did this hundred and twenty thousand dollars come? What from? if it's all in cash and it's just in your house? That's, it's up to the auditor. My, like, I don't know for sure, but my guess is up to the auditor. Uh, but they, but they, at, like, basically, they, she wanted my bank records for all the years. That she she included oh. the audit. Oh, wow. God, so that's so like, yeah. So she's like, "Where's this? Where did this come from? Where did where like where did this go? Where did blah blah blah?" So basically, like if you did the G wagon thing and you spent one hundred fifty thousand, yeah. and then you sold it three years later for one hundred twenty, like, yeah. like, "Where did the one hundred twenty come from?" There's a paper trail for everything. Yeah. Like, oh, it's from the, you know from the sale of my G wagon. Oh, so you sold it, but you didn't pay taxes on it, or you know, because that's capital gains now. Yeah, dude. So, fucking hate taxes. Since, day, since worst, my first dude. job ever, Ugh. I remember when I first started working, my minimum wage I think was like maybe six twenty-five or seven bucks. And I remember getting like your first check, and you're like, "Cool, I'm gonna have seven dollars." But it already has the deductions yeah. or whatever. And you're like, "Fuck, I only get fucking like four fifty. <laughs> you're like, "Whose social security am I paying?" Yeah, yeah. I'm like, "God damn it! I work four hours, and I get sixteen dollars." Isn't it funny when you were when you were a kid, like when you were younger, and you heard 
like on TV and in movies, there's always an old guy that goes, I pay my taxes. Yeah, yeah, and you, yeah. you just, it doesn't resonate as a kid. You're like, why is he always saying that? That yeah. guy's grumpy. And then you get older and you're like, that is the first place your mind goes when like some shit happens to you. You're like, this is fucked up. Or you see someone else that doesn't and they're doing all this shit oh, fucking around. You're right, like, right. oh my God, like taxes is the first place your mind goes. I don't like, I usually don't, I usually don't talk about taxes with people. Like, cause people will do that. Like they'll be like, oh, you, you gotta write this off. You gotta do that. It's like, yeah, but that's not, Legal. That's true, yeah. Because if you've been audited, then your your perspective is totally different. Right. Yeah, it's kind of legal. Like uh, those things are put in place for like small business owners and stuff like that to be able to get certain breaks. Oh no, that, yeah, that stuff's legal. I'm talking about like people are like, uh, oh yeah, you can you can include your dogs in the deduction. You can include, and well, they'll, yeah, they'll just say I mean, all these things, yeah. and then people eat it up, and they go, oh yeah, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, you can do all that until you get audited. And then That's once true, you've been yeah. audited. I'm sure you're in a, a pool of other people who've been audited and you guys are all red flagged where they're probably going to check on those people more yeah. because like on quick dial or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for, for real. Because yeah. it's just like, well, yeah, we they're more susceptible. Yeah, exactly. That's true, yeah. Yeah, your perspective so is shit. way different. Yeah, because I hear people all the time, oh, you just got to do this. It's like, no, it's, yeah, you can do that. People but, love to give blind advice. Yeah, like TikTok is all like blind, blind oh, advice. My, my CPA does say like half of the TikTok finance information is like wrong. Yeah. Because oh, not I giving bet. the full context. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, if, if you did this, and yes, it's true if it's specifically this case or whatever. And it's applied to nothing at all. Yeah. They're yeah, just like, yeah, here's yeah. some stuff. Like, you know about the insurance thing? Like, so if you, if you get an insurance policy, let's say for a million dollars, Mm-hmm. You can, they're like the TikTok things you can borrow against the million dollars. So it's like, oh, that sounds, this is what the wealthy do. They take out these large insurance policies yeah. and then they borrow against it, which is factual. That part's right, factual. Right. But so I called my insurance broker and I asked him about it. He goes, okay, so the, the, here's the issue for you to get to, to have a substantial amount of insurance policy, let's say a $5 million insurance policy, yeah. you probably won't qualify for. Most people won't qualify for it. There's a guy who makes, I think he's like 20, 30 million dollars. He was having problems getting a $5 million insurance policy. So the thing you can get is a $1 million one. But let's say, I forgot what the rates were, but let's just say it's like 1,500 a year for a $1 million insurance policy. You're, you can only borrow against the $1,500 you put in. So after 10 years, you'll have a hundred, you'll have $15,000. You borrow against the 15,000. It's like, they're not gonna let you borrow against the the million dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Only yeah. banks do that. Yeah. So he's like, no, you're like what they're saying. Yeah, wealthy people do do that, but they have hundreds of millions of dollars in cash. So their insurance policies, let's say five, ten million, they can borrow against that. But they also have different collateral. So like he's like, no, they're not telling you the whole picture of what that. That makes sense because that's the sexier part. Yeah. If I'm a viewer, I'm like, yeah, that's fucking cool. I'm gonna do that this week. Yeah, and and, the, and most of those guys, they're selling insurance. Yeah. I'm borrow a million dollars. Yeah. This week. Oh, look at these idiots! No, I haven't done this yet. You know they told their friends that. Yo, yeah, I'm exactly. gonna get. I'm gonna get. And then most of those guys on TikTok are selling insurance policies. Yeah. So of yeah. course they want yeah. people to. The, the, the incentive. Yeah. I see those like TikToks where like it's like hood ass dudes and they're talking. about about basically like very blatantly not illegal but like super unethical hacks to like get loans where like their credit's gonna get fucked but like it doesn't matter and it's just crazy that people literally follow that yeah yeah like it's like ways to like keep borrowing from different banks or like or max your credit card out in this way but it's, it's for your future it's oh, like yeah. so shit but then for them it's like it doesn't matter because they never had the intention of having like a what is it like an upstanding citizen's yeah. reputation? Because those, those, yeah. those people ask them like, "Are you planning on buying a home?" 
No. Yeah. Are you planning on getting a car in the next seven years? No. Then just do this. Because you know, your credit will be ruined for seven years and after that you start over. They go, oh, okay, that sounds great. Yeah, until something happens in their life, they're like, wait, I do need a car. I do yeah. need this. And That's like, one of the oh. things that we first, me and Joe first started. We were trying to deduct like crazy because like the minute you start a business, it's like, okay, how do we pay as little taxes as possible? Yeah. So we're deducting, deducting, deducting. And then I remember uh, it, it crossed our mind even just like 1%, like, oh, we should probably like buy a house or whatever. And then um, it was like hard to qualify for a house because it showed that we haven't made money yeah. on paper, yeah. you know? On paper, yeah. And then so we're like, and then so we talked to our CPA and he was like, well, then you want, you need to start showing like revenue. And I'm like, oh, so that's how the deductions work. That's the, that's the time you have to find the right balance right where, balance, yeah. yeah, where you're yeah. not paying too much taxes, yeah, but you're paying enough to where the loan people, yeah, mm. yeah. A crazy concept that I've realized uh, lately is like, you know, um, for a long time now, there's like young dancers and stuff that come to LA or like that, you know, they're they're seeking advice or like, you know, what should I do? And I remember when I was in my my like later twenties, my advice was always like hustle hard, work harder than everybody in the room, blah, blah, blah. You know, motivational speech that has nothing to do with actual real world application. Now, anybody who's like coming and asking me for advice, first thing I'm sitting them down with is fucking financial strategy, planning, taxes, and understanding. Because if there was the biggest one thing that I could have done better, I wish I did better in my 20s, it was being more financially literate so that I could take advantage of certain things. You Dude, know? if I was a dancer and I asked you for like, like advice and you hit me with that, I'd be so fucking bummed out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because you'd rather nobody, hear the hustle. Nobody shit. wants to hear like. But that's the this most is important me, shit. It is. It is. Yeah. But this is me when I was like 22. Like anytime somebody would hit me with like financial advice, I'd be like, Yeah, whatever, Grandpa. <laughs> like you don't want to hear that shit. It's like oh, such yeah. a bummer. But, but also, it, it, like, it is like, so important. Recently, though. recently, yeah. so I was talking to my CPA because um, we're trying to figure out like other like because I'm trying to like get more like houses and stuff. And I was like, okay, so I've been hearing this thing called fucking cost segregation or whatever, like on TikTok and like, <laughs> you guys know what that is? No. You can technically like portion out different expenses to deduct against rental income. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, what, you, what usually it is like whatever the purchase value, you can deduct almost 75% of it over the next 27 like years or whatever. So like let's say if you buy a home that's like 500 Gs, uh, they're gonna account like 150K to the land value, but then your house is technically falling apart the, after the day you buy it. So you can deduct 350K over like let's say approximately 30 years. So that's almost like 10 to 12 Gs yeah. a year you can deduct. Wow. So if you make rental income, that's even a grand a month, which is 12 Gs a year, on paper, it shows like you made zero money, so you pay zero taxes. Mm. But in your bank account, you're stacking 12 G's every year. Mm. So I was the like, heck? "Interesting." I was like, "How come they don't fucking teach this shit?" This and is I want you to know that shit, right? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, and then I was like, "Damn, like taxes should be like the first thing you learn either in college or." A, or maybe they did teach me if I wasn't paying attention. But they don't want people to be good at taxes. Well, the, the, the way to do it too is also if you sit down with that 22 year old Nick and you're like, dude, you gotta get your financial literacy up. That's boring as fuck. But if you're like, hey, actually, uh, because I saved on taxes and I did is I bought this car. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, wait. Now that's cool. That's, that's the biggest difference is like, I have had people talk to me that way when I was younger, but they didn't have proof in their own life. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. big difference. It's like, they're they're just saying it. Yeah. But it's like the people that are practicing it and can show the results, 
They're just, I don't know them. They didn't have enough Rolexes to, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they take it off and Rolex. give it back to the person who gave it to them. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it's just for the video. I told a young comic, because um, I, I talk about money all the time. I go, look, hey, like, I understand this thing about being hungry and it makes you work harder. That's yeah. cool. But you also got to eat and you have to have a roof over your head. So I told one comic, I go, you're white. You can move anywhere in the country. You don't have to stay in LA because it's hard for comics in LA. You can move anywhere. And I go, and I go one thing for you is, like I asked him what his degree was in school. He's not one of those, he could. He wanted to go to a trade school. Go join the elevators union because you can get work all over the country. It's guaranteed work. There's a, elevator That's workers have a union. You work during the day, which means at nighttime you can go perform standup. And wherever you work, wherever you move to, there's a club and you be, you be the host of the club, the, the resident mm -hmm. host. But meanwhile in the daytime, you're making money because you need money. You do, yeah. Like if you don't have, if you, that stress of money is gone, it allows you to write up. And I know there's a flip side of like, oh, you're more hungry. Okay, cool. But if you, if you enjoy not eating, you enjoy couch surfing, cool, go for it. But if you also enjoy eating and like having a roof over your head, figure a way out to work during the day. Yeah. And then work at night. People love to romanticize like the rags to riches yeah. success type of story. Artists. Yeah, yeah. People love they, that shit. But if you look at sex. Overrated though, isn't it? Yeah, artists no, like, be starving though. Yeah, yeah for, sure, have, for sure. If you look at yeah. SAG, SAG has 130,000 union members. Yeah. Less than 1% make all the money. Mm. What that practical is person is gonna like be going to that and going, oh, I'm gonna make it? No, chances are you're not. Less yeah. than 1%. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Is that really this tax? You yeah, still gotta pay your $3,000 initiation fee. Oh yeah, when you start out, yeah, because like if you one percent, one hundred twenty-five is twelve hundred fifty people. Less than that make all, like pretty much all the money Tom that comes Cruise. out. Yeah, like Tom Cruise fits. That makes good. sense. Yeah. Even with dance agents, like dance agents are like, I always ask them, like, hey, how do you guys make enough money? Like, because uh, I had friends that would work for them, and they're like, you just need like five heavies. Mm -hmm. And everybody else is just, they already know that they're not going to bring money in. Mm. That's why they sign so many dancers. You know, they're mm -hmm. just like, they don't it's give a, a shit. They don't give a shit. Too. They're just like, yeah. you just need like a Tabitha and a Napoleon and you're good. Yeah. <laughs> like you just yeah. need some heavies. Heavies? You just yeah. need to fix some elevators. I thought you were talking about tits in the beginning. I was like, what?